What's up? This is the JJN Show with Josh, with Jacob, with Nick. All right. Well, welcome back, everybody, to another uh, interview on the JJN Show. This is uh, Nick, and today we got another really great interview. Um, we got um, Tyler Jackson, and you know, I don't want—I don't want to say too much about him because uh, we usually like to ask the interviewee to give us a quick rundown of who they are exactly. But I, what I will say is he is a recent high school graduate, just like me. And um, we will be teammates at UND this upcoming fall, which I'm super excited for. So that's kind of why like, I, I, wanted to, I wanted to get an interview with, with them. And I will also say he's been always uh, plugging our podcast. So I always thought that was pretty sick. So uh, let's just get right into it i guess so uh tyler first of all thank you for being here man this is pretty this is pretty cool this is actually our first time uh like really talking to each other (laughs) but yeah thank you for having me yeah of course um so let's just start off with just you just want to give us a quick little rundown of like who you are and just a little summary about you yeah so basics i'm cross-country track runner. I ran at Cherokee High School, right? That's where I had my, I guess, quote-unquote career. I mostly run middle distance for track, but I also, you know, did run cross-country. So I went through the 5K starting in freshman year, and I guess I had some, some nice things. I was on the state cross-country team one year, so that was cool. And I got to be a part of a nice little controversy my senior year with winning the 1600 kind of by default. So, um, you know, it's it's all good. That's kind of me right there. Yeah, so but both of us are pretty big, big runners. Obviously, we're going to be running a lot next. We're going to run, run a lot with each other next year. Um, maybe so kind of just give like a quick little rundown of your like your cross-country seasons your track season so like um how like freshman year to senior year um how did you kind of like get into running maybe okay so yeah cross-country freshman year I'd never done I guess distance before so I was kind of just getting tossed into the fire I had no clue um, how to sort of train for it. Uh, didn't have very good habits, but I mean, I, th- I think I was like a pretty quick learner. I kind of was just, you know, I had a very good support base on my team. I happened to have two very good, um, big role models on my team who were very good, who helped me a lot. And so that freshman year, I think I ran 1851 for, for me. It felt really good. Uh, I definitely that was a good starting point for for my time there because I think it definitely helped me to jump forward into you know my track season. Uh, sophomore for cross country, I kind of just kept improving and it felt pretty good. You know, always <laughs> getting PRs. You know, always felt pretty good. Yeah. Um, I dropped down to I think probably like seventeen. 37 which was nice um yeah I just it was kind of a great experience because at that point it's oh you kind of knew at that point that me and the freshmen that were with me year prior we were definitely going to be like the future of the team it was already kind of showing at this point and it was really nice to see because we were highly encouraged like yeah you guys are going to make the future like you could possibly win the state championship so junior year we come with a lot of confidence and we're like oh we're gonna try to win this year Uh, it's gonna try to be something amazing and shock everyone you know didn't quite happen we got uh, got upset and we lost we had a bad day that day and that's what happens it's okay but i was able to drop down to i think that year 1645 around there so i was that's my first like breakout year i think that's when i really actually first made varsity so um that year was definitely big for me and then 
finishing up this year. Uh, it, it was just a roller coaster emotions. Um, you know, I think we, we had a long streak of wins um, for, for the team. We were so confident with everything. We we're like, wow, bro, like, I don't think anyone can really stop us if we're on it. And, and it kind of, <laughs> kind of was like that in, um, in our state. And, you know, up from conference to the state championship, we just kept winning. And I guess up to meetup champions, that's where we end up losing. Meetup champs is the one after state, state champions, a little yeah. you know, weird setup, but. And then after that was regionals, regionals like, ah, well, you know, we're kind of just here. We, we didn't really get to do anything there, but it was yeah. just, we, it was, I was like, man, like, I mean, most people don't get to do this. I was so just proud of everything that me and my boys had accomplished. And we were really just about being a squad and getting it done. Yeah. I mean, what, I mean, right. Like what else can you, that sounds, yeah, that sounds really great. That sounds a lot like, um, like my season this past year too i mean what kind of like so what was your guys's like top five what kind of times are you guys running then uh like your top five runners okay so for by senior year because there was a little bit of a mix-up where um our one of our better runners left from junior senior year but senior year i'll say our top guy was running well, the fastest race was Man, I'm not gonna do this justice. He was low 1520s, I think. Okay, low 1520s. Yeah. So he he was a bit of a beast. He was he was a bit yeah. of a beast, and you wouldn't have been yeah, able to tell like just like looking at him. But you know, <laughs> it's about the train, not how like the person you know just seems, right? And then our next guy, he was like 16 flat, and then me, I was just 16 lows. Next guy about around the same as me, and then the fifth guy. Like sixteen twenty, so we had a nice like round team. Like um, that's, a very, I, that's yeah, putting that's us at our PR. Solid top yeah. five. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good. <laughs> that probably would have. Yeah, that that probably could have could have taken the dub at in at Minnesota as well for the state meet. That's a yeah, that's a solid top five. Um, and then were your six and seven? Were they pretty? Were they oh, pretty yeah. close as well? They were really close. Like. The whole that's the whole thing. Our whole team was, I guess, could all on like a faster course run under like sixteen thirty. Wow. So yeah, it was just it felt really nice that you had, um, I guess that peace of mind in races. Like oh, it's like if I don't do well, the next guy's gonna do well, so we'll still be fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's a lot of teams out there that are like oh they have. Whatever, like their top five runners are like all sixteen flat, but then their sixth guy might be like a, I don't know, a twenty-five. Like, <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. Like, who knows? Definitely had good coaching. Who told us? Who kind of you know brought us up together? So we all kind of develop at the same rate, and we were able to, um, I guess, get faster together. Yeah. So. Yeah. Definitely good on him, I guess. Yeah, it definitely helps when you have a lot of people that you can actually run with at practice, like, and just, like, you know, train together. I think that really... Definitely. That definitely helps make just the team faster, I mean, rather than just having one guy that's just really good. But, I mean, I do, that's why, that's how I feel like, you know, a lot of people look at cross country and they're like, oh, it's not really a team sport, it's, like, individual, but honestly it's like i you you get such a close connection to your team i mean oh yeah yeah with like the workouts you know going to practice and just dying every day like but you're with your when you're with yeah. your boys it's like <laughs> i can do this <laughs> like how can you not get so uh close to someone like that when you're going through just pain every single day it's exactly. like it doesn't matter if you maybe you love running or something, either way, cross country is not the like easy. You will feel some pain yeah. when you day to day. And yeah. it's just how it is. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter if you're a whatever how fast of a runner you are, everyone's gonna everyone's gonna, you know, feel that pain at least once a week, <laughs> once or twice. It's gonna happen. Like exactly. it doesn't matter. I don't, I don't, yeah. I mean like so, 
what kind of training were you doing in high school then? Okay, so initially, it was very, very, I guess, um, kind of nurturing, right? Because when I come in, I had, in eighth grade, I was basically only a sprinter, so they're very careful about um, developing me because I really couldn't do much in terms of mileage. Yeah. And I'd also had been a wrestler prior, so I was kind of um, a bit, I guess, bigger, I guess. So it was definitely a bit more clunky. Um, <laughs> that's how I'll put it. Uh, <laughs> but so I started off, um, very, very low mileage. I don't really know the numbers. I just knew we put in time instead of numbers. So it'd be like, Oh, run for 30 minutes, run for 35. And that was kind of my entire season. Sunday, run 60 minutes, you know, I love my long run. Yeah. Uh, but then sophomore year, I slowly started picking it up. I was still kind of in, oh, you're a middle distance runner. It's kind of just training for you. Uh, but I, could, I did a lot off of it, so it kind of like caught the eye. Like, hey, maybe we should try to bump up a little bit. Man, junior year, I went up to like 70 miles in the summer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was just great. I think it was um, a better experience because I was meeting up with my team a lot. You know, Tuesday and Thursdays in July, we'd always meet up together. We'd always meet up together. And then Sunday, some of us would ride up to our um, state course. Every like yeah. n- Nearly every single Sunday, at, like we'd wake up at 5 a.m., drive down there, and get there as soon as it opened. And it was good for bonding, but also, dang, that course is good for training. It is hard, and it's good for training. Yeah. Um, so we hit it tons of times, and it really just helped to prepare us. And we felt really a sense of um, self-accomplishment, which definitely pushed our confidence. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so during the summers, did you mostly just, did you focus more so on just, you know, like building a base then with with the higher mileage? Yes. Our, yes. And for our, I guess, this, our uh, cross-country program, we basically focus on building a base in the summer, and we will probably build a base in the winter, too. Kind of yeah. just chill. And it was definitely a huge part of our coaching philosophy, even though maybe not all of us really liked it, because we are like, oh, come on, we kind of want to do like faster things, but... It really helped to, even though it was kind of, you know, boring, uh, it definitely helped to let us handle the harder stuff, which was very good. And it led to us, I don't know, being able to rip faster races continuously because, you know, we had to, like, develop our legs to take that wear and tear. And it really worked out. So, yeah, I'm kind of happy with how that all it went. Yeah, definitely. Um so you say you would build a base during the winter. Um, so how exactly? So because you, you, you run, you ran indoor. You have you guys have the indoor season, correct? Yes. <laughs> so uh. how <laughs> how does that like? So like, when is your like indoor season? What's like the dates? When does it start? When does it end? So this year is a little bit different. It went a little bit longer into March, but typically it's. December into like early February or January, right? Yeah. And we kind of, I guess, from freshman to junior year, we kind of just slept on it, to be honest. We yeah. kind of just said, okay, how much can we do with only just doing mileage? And then we, it would kind of be cool because we could like semi flex on people if we did really good. But because I New Jersey are pretty competitive state, we talk trash. It's okay. We're fine. We're all good. Everyone's fine. Everyone's yeah. fine. Um, but yeah, like one of our guys, he won. Uh, so Group Four states is basically the state championship. For me, the champions. He won the state championship in thirty two hundred. Like, hey, like look at us. We only did mileage, and one of us won something. <laughs> I don't know what to tell y'all, guys. I don't know what to tell y'all, but gotta step up. Uh, <laughs> But then, you know, senior year, we did actually take it a little bit more hands-on. We got into more workouts and stuff, speed stuff. 
so that we'd have a better chance of ripping faster speeds consistently, which it developed like that, so it worked out. But that's kind of what I meant for bet building a base. We just literally just did mileage straight through the season and just we did meet yeah. basically as workouts. We just kind of added, I guess, extra races in, call that a workout. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that was kind of like my coach's thing too. Lots of times we would, especially during like this cross country season, we would just treat we would just treat a race like a workout. You know, lots of because like we didn't. Would you guys not? Did you taper more so just for the championship part of the season? Uh, yes, yes, I would. Yeah. No, well, yes, some parts. For if we were thinking, oh, we have a chance of running a state championship, sure. We'll taper. If we kind of think, hey, we're kind of just going to save it for spring and just see how well we do, we may just run the mileage through the state championships or whatever because we're like, hey, we're going to try to get this base training, have something better for later, and um, kind of just, I don't know, just trade this loss here for a win later, you know? So it was kind of a trade-off, and that's how we looked at it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let's kind of move on to, well, it's still, it's still really, it's still running related, but so how do you prepare for a race? Like, you know, like a a week before, a day before, hours before, uh, on the, like right on the starting line. Cause are you like, I like, I slap myself. I'm one of those guys. I slap myself on the starting line. So I mean, uh, how, so how do you prepare? When I am on the week of a race, I am very, uh, I guess, clear that I don't want any bad vibes, you know? Yeah. I'm trying to keep things as chill as possible, make sure I'm feeling mentally good. Because when I'm on the starting line, I don't want to have to think about something that I did or someone else did during the week that's going to be on my mind during that race. I am supposed to be locked in. Because I owe that to my team, right? I owe that to my teammates to whether or not I'm inspiring the younger guys or I'm helping score points for my squad um, up at the varsity level. So definitely just trying to keep mental chill, I guess. But to go deeper into that, a big thing I do the day before a race is, oh, I love to play video games before a race. I got to yeah. play something, something at least, because video games have always been part of my life. And it's always been the best thing for calming me down when I'm, I can make it flustered or something like that. Yeah. So that was definitely a big thing for me, just to kind of get in the zone. Because I'm a competitive type of video gamer, so if I get in that competitive mindset, that's going to transfer right over to running. And that's yeah. how I get to be. Yeah. And when I'm at school the next day, they run, right? I, <laughs> I'm... Very, very, let's get very relaxed. I'm kind of just getting through the day. Yeah. <laughs> Not going to lie. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm just trying to make sure that I don't do anything stupid. Maybe if I have, like, gym class or something, don't do anything stupid in there. Yeah, make like, sure you don't that... go do uh, the mile run or something in gym yeah, class. Yeah, 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 exactly, <laughs> exactly. Uh, but just make sure that I don't get in trouble. You know, that would be pretty bad if I couldn't run because I got in some, like, ministry of trouble. Not that yeah. I ever have, you know. But uh, <laughs> just want to put that out there. <laughs> and just make sure that I'm keeping track of my other teammates, making sure, you're like, hey, you guys got all the stuff you need for the meet today. You, know, you guys need spikes, you have this, so I can communicate that with, like, the coach and make sure we have everything that we need, which helps me to mentally feel better about myself, helping others um, on my team get ready for the meet, because sometimes, you know, it, it can be hard, like, oh, I forgot some spikes. Okay, let me see if someone can help you out and uh, spare them to you during the race. I mean, like, during the race or whatever, after the race. Yeah, definitely. I mean, meets are meet days. I mean, it kind of depends on the meet exactly because, you know, there's some meets this where it's I show up and I just tell myself what like whatever. But 
you know, there's also those meets that are really stressful. I mean, I'm like the day of a meet, it, I'm just not, I'm very stressed and not like the bad kind of stress, but like, yeah, yeah, it, they're, they're stressful, but it it's good. And um, yeah, it shows you care. It shows that you care about what's about yeah. to happen in that moment. Yeah. I, I think it shows the passion and I mean, just some this is something you got to deal with, with, with the sport, I guess. But, um, so kind of sounds like you were, you were, you were, um, kind of looking out for your team a lot. So do you feel like you were, do you feel like you made a good, like a good pot? Cause being like this, a senior, a senior this year, uh, were you, you, so you were a captain or pretty, I feel like seniors are kind of, everyone looks up to the seniors. I mean, but yeah, yeah. it was okay. I'll answer that. About, I wasn't exactly the captain, I guess, because there, you know, there's plenty of other guys in the team that were pretty good too, right? And we kind of, yeah. and they were like pretty good, solid, solid leaders. So, but I would say I was kind of the, uh, I was still, I guess, the de facto leader of the younger guys because yeah. I, I could kind of, I knew I was the, not like super good when I was freshman year, right? So I could kind of understand the growth and development that it takes coming to um, the squad at freshman year, because the other guys, you know, a little bit better. They may not know the struggles of having those really, really bad races and trying not to bounce back. They're like we, I, I was the worst runner on my team, and I was running like 1850. They were all like already in the 17 mids. I'm like, bro, how do you do this? <laughs> They were so good, <laughs> and it kind of just carried over over the years. But yeah, I think I just I have a little bit of a better angle dealing with the um the younger kids because they definitely do need a little bit more support. Uh, you know, maybe if they have a bad race or something, which I really try to help them with and hope that they can, you know, you know, put it away and learn something from the race. And even though you know the coach might be yelling them or something that they can just try to learn and develop themselves. Yeah, that's great. I mean, yeah, that that's well, like that's awesome. <laughs> that's such a great uh, great thing to do cuz you know the younger the the like the freshmen, you want to make a good impact on them. You don't want to be like that you don't want to be that runner that's just, you know, just all for for me. Like, uh, I'm just running for myself i don't actually care about the team because you know i feel like we all know who like know a guy like that and i don't you know something with me is i always wanted to get the freshmen to feel like they were having fun but work hard at the same time and it kind of sounds like you were doing a great job of that so i think that's pretty cool right Um, right um like yeah like having fun i think one time we played I think hide and seek at a very high level instead of uh, yeah. doing like a recovery run. And it was very fun and we were still kind of pumping it. So things like that, little things like that. Sometimes you can toss in ha- hope yeah. with the team environment, which just that makes everyone closer and want to perform for each other even more. Yeah, definitely. Cause you know, I feel like with the low, with the younger kids too, is if they're going to quit, I mean, who's going <laughs> to, Who's gonna continue? They're the future. To they're the future of the team. Yeah, they're the future. If you care about the well-being of the team, you should be supporting your younger teammates as they develop. Yeah. So, did you have a pretty supportive team then? Like, just the whole team? Were they all pretty? Uh, supportive oh yeah. Their freshman yeah. to senior year, it was great. We had some of the funniest seniors juniors i don't think i'll ever meet um <clears throat> one of my i guess better friends i ever met he was when i was a freshman he was a junior i still talk to him a lot now he talks to me after my races uh, but no they were all just they were great people and they really just helped me get through it and support me i definitely think that if they had not been there i definitely would not have gotten as good as I was. Yeah, and once again, going back to the team aspect, if the team helps you so much in becoming just a better runner, like without them, 
it's it just makes it it makes it so much harder because yeah but um something i, I kind of want to talk about um as well as like injuries so have you ever did you ever deal with any major injuries during uh your high school career let me think um sophomore year i sort of had an adductor strain that was pretty not good and with an adductor strain it just hurts straight to walk like all yeah. the time and so i kind of had to take a back seat during the track season of my sophomore year which definitely wasn't fun i didn't get to run that well for track specifically but i, I learned a lot about taking better care of my body which was a decent lesson i had to learn because i had always kind of had the mindset especially during track which is pounding everything, pounding every single um, workout, because I really was just so determined to get better, but I really, I had to be smart about it, of course, right? I had right. to figure out, I can't be ripping my legs apart every single time. I got to give them a rest and try to help them heal so I can do better from when my races come along, which actually are the things that really count. And I guess this is relevant. Um, well, kind of in, let's see, this was late April, May, I had some injuries. I don't really know what it was. It was late April, May of this year. I had some kind of major injuries. Still not sure what it was because I didn't go to doctor or anything for, you know, reasons, right? Very clear, yeah. like, you know, virus reasons, right? Yeah. So right. I just self-treated. <laughs> and I think I have to say, I did a pretty good job. I... <laughs> Got yeah. I got rid of whatever the pain was. I, you know, you know, research different treatments, stretches, all I had to do. And I'm thinking it was probably like an adductor longest strain, which is kind of similar to what I had before. But I fixed it, so I was happy. But that's, I haven't really run into a ton of injuries, which, you know, obviously helps with development because you don't have to take those kind of breaks in the middle of your training. But yeah, I've just been really um, lucky with that, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And I like, what I like what you said about the, just taking some time to just really recover. Cause I, I, I was like the same way I would just pound and pound and you really can't last that long with that kind of training. And something I kind of read recently was like the, um, something me and my brothers have been talking about is the 80, 20 rule where like 80% of your runs are supposed to be pretty like easy effort, light, runs i mean you still get like the mileage in whatever mileage you need just at an easier pace and then 20 percent are is when you like uh, exert yourself or something and i think that's a of course yeah i, I think that's a great um rule um so kind of going back you know with the whole virus and so how did you feel about losing out on the outdoor track season um let's see so it was a very unique situation for me i suppose because we really for the longest time even in early may we still believe that there might still be a season so we were hanging on to lots of hope we were doing tons of mileage for through may april and I think we're back to March. When it was announced, though, it definitely stung a little bit. But with my, I guess, one major PR before I in winter, before everything ended, I could say to myself, I kind of did what I needed to. I didn't. I did enough, I guess, for my season, even though I didn't get to finish it off. But I was like, you know, I think my look back. I can say that I developed well, and I really believe that I did what I could with what I had. Yeah, that's perfect right there. I mean, so, you know, even when, when like, the, you know, the uncertainty of the season being, um, even, like, with the, you know, kind of kind of training with that uncertainty with is there even going to be a season uh, kind of in the back of your mind, how did you you know, motivate yourself to, you know, still get the mileage in or with the training or whatever it might be? 
when there are situations where there's uncertainty, I always kind of just go towards the hard stuck, I guess, stubborn mentality. Like, okay, it's going to happen. We're we're fine. We're fine. We're fine. We're fine. It's all good. There's like uh, thinking, there's no doubt in my mind, even though there was, there's no doubt in my mind that this is going to happen. And I can't let those other guys around the state get ahead of me. So each day, I would run either two runs or a longer run because our coach had us, I think we're doing mid-70s for me, which was like on the lower end because I'm still considered mid-distance, so I did less than some of like the pure long-distance guys. But I just had a really stubborn mentality, which I think dude, does help sometimes, of it's going to happen anyway. We're going to be fine. And... I guess this, the system really helped to support that. Like coaches, like, hey guys, you know, we'll be fine, we'll be good. And then the state, uh, I guess, assembly was like, yeah, we'll be fine. So it's like, you know what? If they think we're good, I think we're good. And I just kind of attached to that those ideas really easily, I guess, and it just got me through really easily. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um... All right, so I think we should move on now to still kind of the running <laughs> related questions, but so I love running. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So mainly, um, what, why? So UND. So why UND though? So what made you decide UND? Thank you for asking that question. Here we go. So. <laughs> <laughs> coming into senior year I was kind of already deciding on my major right I wanted psychology yeah. I wanted to major in psychology I was like yeah it's something I actually really want to do maybe do forensic psychology that's kind of what I wanted to specialize in so I was thinking what's a good place I could go where I can develop this interest in psychology and criminal justice because I want to put the two of them together and work on that so a major definitely the big part of my college decision making I had received a few kind of you know interest letters from different colleges from different places one of them notably I was some in Rhode Island some in my um, home state New, Jer- New Jersey and just wherever wherever other random places where other random states. I definitely did not want to stay in New Jersey. I had been yeah. here so long, and I really just wanted to get out and do something different. We have like a new little journey for myself. Okay, right? Yeah. I wanted to possibly go somewhere far away, so I was definitely interested in the Midwest. West. I did not want to go this. LaSalle, <laughs> I really don't like the heat that much, so <laughs> I, I kind of want to distance myself from that. I'd rather do with extreme cold than extreme heat, so I definitely, oh, Midwest seems better. I was thinking, oh, maybe I'll go Northeast, so I, I was very interested in the school from Rhode Island, but ultimately, the blend at North Dakota, like, okay, I can do a pretty decent job for psychology, because I, I read, you know, the reviews on the internet who who doesn't when they're looking for colleges you're right he's like okay it has a pretty solid psychology program okay i'm just gonna go into that then and they have a running team let me go give it a visit i went to visit and i really really enjoy the people there i really enjoyed the team that was there and the coach that was there and they had they gave me a very special feeling it's like you no know, i think this is the place where i should go and my parents, you know, they were always looking at me crazy, like, wow, really? North Dakota. I was like, <laughs> just like yeah, it's like, you know, yeah. I want to move kind of far away, so that'd be cool. And I really just want to develop myself as an individual far away from what I had known before. I think that's like a transformative thing that can happen for someone to be tossed somewhere, I guess, in the jungle, somewhere you've never really been to. And try to just 
reinvent yourself, I guess. Not well, we're not reinvent, but readapt. Because there's yeah. many new things that you're going to have to meet, meet in the world, and you're going to have to face them head on sometimes. So, yeah, I'm ready for it. Yeah, awesome. So, um, with that being said, so what kind of, you know, it doesn't have to be like running related goals. It can just be goals. What What are your you know, goals for college then? My goals for college? That is a good question. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, to... I don't know what mine are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. So, running related, I would like to, I didn't get to at my high school because my season, spring season, a little cut short. I really want to make a good push at some of the um, the team records, right? Whether yeah. it be relay record or individual. I want to make a good little push. Maybe at the 1,600, 800. Um, that would be something for academics. I, I want to just... I'm not going to say I want to aim for, oh, I want to get like a perfect GPA or whatever, even though that would be nice. I don't really know the difficulty level of college yet, so I'm not going to, you know... Just expect that. I don't like to put that pressure on myself. I've never been that kind of person to put that kind of pressure. Like, yeah, I got to get this perfect. If I don't, then I'm a failure. Because that's just really bad for the mental. And I'm I'm all good. I'm all about keeping the good mental. Um, so I really just want to go with the flow for a little bit, see how everything's going, and then adjust myself from there and just shoot for a bit of excellence. You know, never, never rehearse through for that. Shoot for the stars and... Was it even if you miss, you'll still land above the cl- land with the clouds or something like that? Something like yeah, that. Yeah, so, something like that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and so you said so psychology and like criminal crim- criminal justice. Um, so what? So like, what's the exact maybe I don't know the dream job or the kind of the dream with where where do you want you know where do you want to that to take you after college so i don't know the exact profession yet that i'd like to go into but i'd like to do something like with a government job sort of with maybe intelligence or investigation agency probably an investigation agency and work with them i think i'm a pretty good analytical mind so i'd be pretty good at a job that requires you to constantly be thinking there's not exactly a straightforward um, step by step how things are supposed to go. You kind of have to develop up on the on the fly, right? Because yeah. with forensics, if you're dealing with I guess criminal cases or something like that, you really have to get in the minds of the situation that you're in or the people that you're dealing with. And that really interests me because I get bored really easily. (laughs) So I need something that's going to always be changing and not going to be the same thing every single day. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to do something that's just the same thing every day either. I don't think I could, I don't think I could do it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, so last my last like serious question, I guess, is um, what is your biggest, uh, you know, your your advice for an underclassman uh, runner or, you know, once again, it doesn't even have to be just an underclassman that wants to just be successful just in general. OK, so. What you need to do, first of all, is I think that it's very good to invest yourself in the running community. There are so many good, um, there's so many just good community members and, you know, races are fun to watch. You can find those on TV or um, stream them or something. It's so good just to try to get yourself in that sort of vibe. Because it, it makes things so much more interesting, at least in my perspective. We're like, oh my gosh, blank and blank runner just ran this fast. That's gonna be, that's probably gonna inspire you. Like, okay, I want to get faster. You know? Yeah. Find things to inspire yourself, and don't be too hard on yourself. I think I definitely was at some points, but you really 
do need to just go with the flow, keep your head down, and keep grinding. That's the idea. And the people aren't around you aren't, you may just have to blow them away. <laughs> or just try to bring them with you. Because I, I'm going to try a different quote. I'm going to butcher another one. Or a nice little saying. Um, with a rising tide, all sails rise? I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> just trying to kind of motivate yourself and those around you definitely helps you to stay focused. And if you don't have the best support group again, uh, just try to maybe find one in those maybe that you race with. Because I know I've made so many friends during track and field from other schools, wherever. And you really just got to learn to have fun with the sport. I think something that definitely helped me was, I'm going to do a little shout out here. I went to Running Works Camp, right? It is a very good experience, I think, going to running camps. This one specifically was a bit higher level because we had guests that were really major runners. The peop- the person that runs the um, the camp, I think currently is still on the 4 by 1600 meter world record. Wow. He's still on there. Uh, yeah, for Ireland... He was literally a goat. He, I, I, his um, <laughs> main credit is he's run sub 401 times. That's kind of his main credit, I guess. But yeah, no, yeah. just find a spot where you can have fun with the sport, though, because things like camps or finding people on Strava to run with, right, that can just be so good for the mentality of, Oh, running's not just all pain. It's fun too. You gotta, cha- I guess, kind of change your more mindset of how you're looking at it sometimes. Per, that's great. That is great advice right there. And, um, you know, something I think that we're definitely gonna do, uh, if if you're if you're interested, is we'd like to definitely get um, a follow up interview, maybe uh, once we're. A few a few months into into college or something that'll be pretty easy to do as well. But um, uh, yeah, so we yeah, I think we have rooms next to each other. I'm pretty sure we have rooms next to each other next year. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Just, uh, in a couple months, so we yeah, pretty easy. We can, a, we can get a sick follow up interview, kind of with like the you know transitioning into college and all that stuff. So yeah, great. Um, just a few uh, more. We always like to end with just some fun, fun interview. If not, not not saying like the other ones aren't fun, but you know, <laughs> just some some different questions. I mean, of course. Uh, so, all right, this is the first one. So you 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 are shipwrecked on a deserted island, and you can bring three things with you, um, but also like your your food and water. It's covered. You don't you don't have to worry about that. So what would the three things you bring with you be? Those are the boring answers anyway. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Three things I'm bringing with me. Okay. First thing I'm bringing is my Garmin 4Runner 235. That's the first thing right there. That is a reliable friend right there. Yeah. I'm taking that. Second thing I'm taking is... Let me see. Man, this is a hard question. It's not easy. It's not an easy no. question. <laughs> Second thing I'm going to take is probably... Hmm. Yeah, you really got me on this one. It's tough. Do, I, mean, do I have internet? Do I have internet? <laughs> you know what? Sure, you got internet. <laughs> all right. All right, I got internet. All right. I'm going to bring with me... Oh, how about Electricity. You know what? This this is this is a really interesting deserted island. It's got all it's got yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Alright, cool. So with me, I'm gonna bring my Nintendo Switch. Because this is one of the best entertainment consoles out there. It <laughs> has got tons of variety and it's definitely gonna get me through a lot of hours. The third thing I'm gonna bring is going to be This is rough. This is a rough one. Like, I'm not going to lie. Ooh. I could bring food. No, I already have food. You told me that already. 
I already have food, so I'm good on that. You know what? What works the best here? I mean, if you're bringing a run and watch, you could bring like you know maybe some spikes, a whole trap. Uh, <laughs> I don't need shoes. What are you talking about? I'm running barefoot the entire time. It's all good. We're good. I'm gonna bring myself. Have you seen the um the Normatech? Have you seen or the Normatech like leg sleeves? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna have a pair of those. I never had them before. But they look so cool, and, and I'm such a big nerd for like running tech. I have like I guess those those deep massagers. I have those kind of like drill thingies. I got all of the gear, and I just want to bring one of those because those things look so much fun. <laughs> yeah, I mean you gotta have fun if you're gonna be deserted on an island. I mean, what's the point then? <laughs> yeah. I love how you say you're gonna your watch is like a reliable friend because I'm the exact same way. Like, even because I still have the Forerunner, uh, like the Forerunner's 35, and even if I upgrade, I I can't get rid of it because I can't like I'm no keeping the watch forever. <laughs> exactly, it's too. I like the amount. Like I've gone through so much with this watch. <laughs> I can't just throw it away. Right. right. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's great. I, I love all that stuff. And, you know, the next question is, I know we talked about this a little bit, but I know you're, you're a big anime fan. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and I know you sent me, like, the whole list of all the, all the animes you've watched. Um, and what are your favorites? <laughs> what are my favorites? Okay, so <laughs> my favorites, I'd say, may be a bit controversial, all right? So I am a big Naruto Shippuden fan, first and foremost. I just because... started watching Naruto. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> it's good stuff. Because, specifically because it, I had it during a very hard time in my life. Like, I, I was watching that probably my sophomore year, and it really does help with motivation, I think. Um, yeah. It definitely helped me to kind of get out the door and be like, hey, today's going to be a better, na- better day. I'm going to try to grind this out, grind out my running, grind out my schoolwork, and I'm really going to just try to shoot for this greatness that I think that I can achieve. And another one I'm going to toss out there, because... That's you know that's, that's the mainstream one, right? I got tossing something a little bit more under the radar, right? Yeah. I'm thinking my second favorite on there is I've really been enjoying this little show called um. It's how, how do I say this? I think it's ID invaded. It invaded. No, it's it invaded because it has to do with the psychology term. Um, it, and it's just a nice little detective anime about what kind of goes on in the subconscious and i really just enjoyed it it was really it was really nice solid 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 watch very short i like short animes mostly that's why it's kind of weird that i like shippuden but uh (laughs) (laughs) i really just like the short animes because anime people may say you know, hey, it's for little kids, which I definitely don't agree with because some of those things are really, really wild. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they really just helped to inspire me specifically. And I've always been kind of a fantasy fan just in general because I, I, read, I read a lot of books. I read a lot of books this year, too, just because of school. But I've always been a fan of kind of getting your mind away from the world you're currently in, transporting yourself to another one. Being able to put yourself in that world really helps to kind of develop what you don't get to live in the real life, which can definitely be a transformed experience. Maybe it'll even teach you some things and help you to get through the the grind, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, perfect. All right, I mean, you hear that? So if you're listening to this, you like you can find if you're if you're if you're if you're crapping on anime, you. You, you got to give it another chance because you can find inspiration from that stuff. And 
that just shows how great it is. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So exactly. give it a chance if you're not. Yeah, like also check out. There's currently one out. Um, God of High School. It's, I'm only on episode two because there's only like two episodes out. Maybe there's three now, but <laughs> it's very very good. It's like just a martial arts anime, and it's enjoyable. Even though it's not like a dub, I know that puts people off. Some people off, and there's not a dub, but every now and then it's okay to watch stuff you can read it's fine you're all right it's supposed yeah. to about the action anyway <laughs> yeah it's all good perfect all right now just to finish it up uh just to finish up the interview i got one two three four five just rapid fire questions so like first thing that comes to your head yeah you just gotta spit it out okay i'll make sure to empty my mind i'm prepared for this I'm ready. all right you ready yes all right, fill in the blank. Taylor Swift is cool. Uh, red. Nope. Yellow. Nope. <laughs> Hair. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I'm not a big music person. I don't know about Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best answer I've ever heard. <laughs> okay. okay. Next question. Okay. Next question. Uh, one one superpower. Uh, what would it be? I would like to use the, like, Avatar earthbending. Oh, my God, that would be amazing if I could earthbend. That's right. the one right there. There you go. Uh, Bulbasaur, Charmander, or Squirtle? I got Squirtle in my first playthrough of Pokemon. So, yes, Squirtle. Okay. Describe yourself in three words. Uh, zany and quick, I guess, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> Even okay. though I'm not with these questions, but let's get it. <laughs> <laughs> Best advice you've ever been given? Do what you gotta do. <laughs> All right. Perfect. Just like that? Yeah, because I like to actually explain that one. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes you just gotta beat the, uh, beat, go on the path that's just not followed. You know, that's the Robert Frost poem, right? Take the path less traveled. It is such a good experience to try to just distance yourself from all that. I've always been, you can ask my parents or anyone I know, I am very, very good at kind of just ignoring everything else that's happening and just doing my own thing. And it's just so, it's such a great thing that people should definitely try to try now and then. Because I know it's easy to just do what everyone else is doing, but easy is not always going to get you through life. You gotta try to mix it up sometimes. That's that's what I gotta say. What a great quote. Easy isn't always gonna get you through life. I love that. Awesome stuff, man. All right, well, um, so that that's that does it for this interview. Uh, this is a great. This was a great one. Uh, I just want to say thank you one more time to Tyler to taking time out to get this interview in. It was great. Thank you, Nick. Thank you. Yeah. This is awesome. Sounds good. All right. Uh, stay tuned for the next episode, everybody. And peace out. See you. <laughs> <laughs>